Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I, I can't understand anything you guys are saying. I don't know. Just, I'll try to be as clear as I can. Right. Broadcasting live on the Mix Radio Network. You're listening to Casey Ryan on the cutting room floor. This happened with Paula too, right, Bill? What, uh, what was that? We had the we had the Skype issue with Paula when we did her show. Okay, uh, yeah, guys, we're live, by the way. So, <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, okay, so hi everybody. This is Casey Ryan here again for uh, another episode of the Cutting Room Floor, a little podcast that I started to showcase any entertainers and creative types from all walks. I'd like to say, if you've got a story to tell or a project to sell, I want to hear from you. So the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter. You can ask anybody that knows me. I'm well engaged on there. Uh, my Twitter handle is at CuttingRoomMRB, or you can like me on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash CuttingRoomMRB. Uh, so I've got an interesting show lined up for you today. I've got a couple of fellow podcasters that are on the first half, and I've got somebody that I've been in contact with for the last several years online, uh, an actress, a very prolific actress that I've wanted to have on for uh, quite some time. Uh, Carissa Renteria is going to be here um, in a little while. So to kick things off, I just wanted to introduce you guys. And I, I always love having people that do comedy podcasts on because, quite frankly, I wish I could do more of this myself. Uh, so Bill and Phineas are here, and they host the uh, the podcast and uh, Tattooed Bananas, which is they, they kind of had me at the name alone. They're based out of New Jersey. Um, and these two guys have been friends since kindergarten, and I can appreciate this because I've got uh, two buddies of mine, Ian and Kevin, who, if you listen to the show at all regularly, know that you know these guys have been friends of mine since I was 12 years old, and they occasionally pop up on here and. Uh, you know, act as my sounding board constantly behind the scenes, and you know, this two people that I whose opinions I value greatly. But uh, so they run a comedy show about everything that they find funny, and uh, you know, get on there and riff. And I was listening listening to this a little bit this morning, and I thought it would be fun to have them on to talk shop a little bit. So without further ado, the Cunningham Floor proudly welcomes for the first time uh, from the Tattooed Bananas podcast, Bill and Phineas. Uh, hey, hey, Casey, thanks for having us, man. We appreciate it. So uh, okay, so uh, Bill, can you hear us there too? Are you still having issues? Oh, where's Bill? Where's Bill? Oh, he he said he he said he might okay. head out because uh, he right. said he was having uh, a hard okay. time. Me... So I'll I'll try to steer this boat as best okay. I can. Uh, let me. He was trying to dial in, but um, I I missed him. So Bill, uh, if you want to just keep dialing in, so uh, we'll get you in in a second here. Okay. Uh, so Phineas, I, I guess you know we'll start with you. How did you guys come up with the uh, with the show? Uh, well, Bill and I were on a, uh, a bus trip from New Jersey to Maine uh, years ago, and we decided that we were going to do a podcast. This was like a, a harebrained idea at four in the morning after we had been riding a bus for 10 plus hours, and we decided that we figured all the conversations that we thought we were having were humorous enough to put up online, so we figured we should do something, and then it kind of sat on the shelf for a couple of years, and then we said, you know what, we should finally go ahead and do this, so... We, we got some mics, we went on Skype and talked to each other the way that we normally do, and here we are. So it's, uh, it's been fun. We've been doing it about nine months now, and like we said, it's all the conversations we've had since we were kids, and you know, they've gotten stranger and stranger as the episodes go along, but it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's kind of a nice way to spend some time with a good friend, too. So, so, so do you guys do this on a weekly basis or a monthly we basis? Do. We yeah, do. Yeah, we do it on a weekly right. basis. Yeah, we've actually um, we've done some in-person uh, recordings because we live like an hour and a half away from each other, and it's tough with family and kids and work and stuff. So we, uh, we try to get together as often as possible just to hang out and go skateboarding or play some golf or something. So... Um, yeah, we try to do it on a weekly basis, so we got some episodes in the vault that we'll release as we go along if holidays prevent us from from getting any time to uh, to do it on the, the consistent schedule. But yeah, it's been great. I mean, we were we were both best men in each other's weddings, so we uh, we definitely have that, that long standing friendship that's been going on for 
Oh man, it's it's almost going on thirty years. Well, and, and uh, I mean, I can certainly relate to that because um, uh, you know I, I mentioned my best friend at the top of the uh, the show there, and he and I were best men at uh, at each other's weddings as well. So yeah, and uh, I mean, it's nice to be able to have that kind of dynamic with people that yeah, I mean, you know how to make each other laugh and and things yes, like that, right? <laughs> and make each other cringe. So yeah, we yeah, know. yeah, you know what buttons to push, right? Yeah, so. we know the exact things to say that's gonna you know put each other on our heels. So it it makes for interesting times. Okay, so uh, Bill, I think I got you back, did I? Yeah, I'm here now. Okay, can you hey. hear me? Okay, can you hear me better now? Yeah, you don't sound like the voice from Saw anymore. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. I, I, I was on one. I was on one show where every time I moved my mouse, it sounded like a lightsaber was going off, and they said just oh, don't. Geez. They said just don't touch that. It was like. You know. <laughs> So, uh, okay, so yeah, we were just talking with your, your buddy Phineas here about, uh, you know, why you guys got, got it started. I understand that this was part of a bus trip, right? Oh, yeah, the, uh, the infamous bus ride. Yeah. So, I, I guess, you know, for, from your perspective, uh, Bill, you know, what were some of the ta steps that you guys took in order to, to say, hey, you know, we got this idea, you know, let's go out and run with it for a little while? Yeah, so um, we went through, it was probably like three years of going back and forth about whether or not we actually wanted to do um, And we would kind of start to get things together, and we took turns as to who really wanted to do it, and then we would switch. Um, and then eventually we finally just got our, our act together and just started recording stuff. And um, I feel like it's been going really good. It's been uh, really good for me because I'm more of like a quiet person, and I don't really talk all that much. So... Doing the show has kind of opened that up for me a little bit. Look at that. We're changing you from an introvert to an extrovert. No, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny the way that, that happens, though. But, I mean, there's a certain, and I, I can relate to this, too, is that there's, there's sort of a, a certain paradox of, of being able to hide out in an open space. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. When you're doing a podcast, because you never know who's going to be listening to you, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, it's been fun interacting with fans too, because we've we've met some cool people. Actually, a lot of Canadians too. So that's been that's been enjoyable to kind of reach out and talk to people. And I think I think that's opened up our uh, our international flavor too. Well, I, I mean, yeah, but you guys aren't really that far from Canada either. I mean, no. you know, New, New Jersey isn't exactly Florida, right? No, not exactly. No. Well, the one thing I didn't understand about um, Canada until just recently was that there's a like a big distaste for Molson. <laughs> it depends on uh, how can I put this. Uh, to a certain extent, it depends on which hockey team that you root for. <laughs> okay. All right. So oh, if you're really? uh, all right, so if you're a Canadians fan, if you're, you're if you're fan? A, if you're a Canadians fan and you don't drink Molson, then that's probably a bad thing up here. So, really? Yeah, because that's interesting. Yeah, because they're you know they're have you, know, you can't get a Labatt product at the at the Bell Center. So, okay. All right. So if you're a Maple Leafs fan, you, yeah, you I, also... Maple Leafs fans just don't get discussed in Montreal. So. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> yeah, I figured that might be a source yeah, of that. So, but but uh, no, I, 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 to a certain I don't know why. I've never heard that before. But uh, uh, I mean, you guys got bad feedback on Molson. I, I... <laughs> you could. That's a nice way to say the kind of yes. feedback we got about Molson. Um, we basically were told it's like garbage water. Yeah. Well, okay. What do you say? You know, what do your fans, you know, prefer then? Oh, uh, uh, they were saying Moosehead. Moosehead. Okay, yeah, that's it's at a beer out of uh, Nova Scotia. So. And um, Ricards, Ricards Red, or something R like that. R records, yeah. yeah okay. Records, so, yeah. Okay, so they're records drinkers. That's a, okay. That's right. So. Well, we went on a guest spot with another show, the Tell Me Stories podcast with Paula Allen. She's. She's a really interesting person, so that, that might be somebody you should put on the short list to talk to because she's really cool. But she's, where's she, up in Toronto, Bill? Yeah. Yeah, so she was joking around about well, how... Guelph, actually. Yes, Guelph. Yes, she works at the university. And she was saying that, what was it, like her brother-in-law or somebody worked at the Molson plant, and that was like a, it was all, almost like a rite of passage for that area, I guess, of, of Canadians. So, but she said that Molson was, yeah, basically garbage water. <laughs> that's, that's the first I've heard of that, but, but uh, <laughs> you learn something new every day. But, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, my, my wife has family from Guelph, so I, I, okay. it, it's, it's a little bit further south than Toronto, right? So yeah, 
so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll call this out right away. I mean, tattooed bananas. Uh, <laughs> where in where in the hell does this come from? I mean, yeah. well, we we had a we had a different name uh, to begin with. Bill, do you want to you want to tell that that quick anecdote? Yeah. So basically, we're on this bus for um, way way too long. We stopped and got breakfast at this really shady diner. Um, and then we're on the bus, kind of like delusional, and I just look down at the receipt I'm holding, and it says, two eggs with meat. So I decided that's a great name for a show. Um, so that one stuck for uh, like a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. I think if we hadn't come across Tattooed Bananas at some point, um, we might have gone with two eggs with meat. And I still kind of like it. Maybe that's our spinoff show at some point, just... Uh, talking about something else i don't know but yeah tattooed bananas we had a yeah maybe it's just breakfast podcast where we talk about what we ate for breakfast and then that's it and we sign off so so uh, you know what kinds of things do you you put you, you know, you're positioning yourselves as a comedy podcast right yeah and i've had a few people on here like you know sweet feathery jesus and live from the morgue and i should mention that by the way live from the morgue uh every friday night uh, you can listen to them right here on the Mix Radio Network. You can listen to Susan and, and Steve. And uh, happy birthday to Susan. I wasn't able to call in like I usually do for that birthday show that they run every year. Uh, but but uh, I guess what kinds of things do you guys discuss? That's a great name, by the way, Live from the Morgue. It's got a nice uh, double entendre there, too. That's cool. They, they, they call it that because they do it out of their basement. So <laughs> so, and, they, and they're really funny, too. You should meet them at some point. They're, All right. Yeah. So. I'm gonna check that out. Um, what do we talk about, Bill? What's our, what's our shtick? Uh, we we cover a lot of ground. Um, usually we try to do like a 45 minute show, um, and we'll probably hit on like 20 to 30 different subjects in one show. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much always random. Like we'll go in with um, like a notepad full of talking points, and usually I don't get to more than two things because yeah, we just agreed. go off on these. Um, tirades about all kinds of other wacky stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. We like to talk about bumper stickers that we see, uh, funny road signs. Um, let's see. What else? We had we had some segments of would you prefer questions like, what was it? Would you prefer peeling off your own fingernail or putting a toothpick under your toenail and kicking a wall? Oh. Um, what else? They, they both make me cringe. I know. One that. That's rough. <laughs> Uh, but really, it just—I guess it's like bar conversation for us. You know, it'd be the same thing that we would talk about if you and I went out and you know had a few beers at you know some of the places around you. Actually, hey, little little shout out to Zigmeister Brewery. They're uh, they're a nice little microbrewery up in Billstown that we went to the other night and got some delicious beers for our our fuel for the show we did the other night. Yeah, it was so good. I went back um, last night and oh, filled nice. up the growlers again. Yeah, it's a uh, nice little spot. They just opened up, so best Very of luck cool. to them. Yeah. So, I mean, have you guys had guests on, or is it always just the two of you? Um, we haven't had guests on technically for us, but we've we've done some other shows. We actually, uh, let's see, what did we did? We did the Man Afraid show. Um, that one's really fun. It's uh, this dude Jed. I think he's out in Chicago. He takes a, a topic that he's always wanted to do, like go into a massage place or um, go into a jazz club, and he talks about all the things that he's immensely fearful of, and then he talks about it later on. It's, uh, it's a very quirky show, but we went on and, and talked about snowboarding with him, and that was really fun. Yeah, that one was cool. And then we yeah. did uh, Paula's show yep. um, last weekend, and then uh, Phineas was away for, what was it, like a month you were away and I had um, two guest hosts on the show which um, yes. it was fun but it, it just wasn't the same right didn't feel right oh and we yeah. actually we actually did a guest spot earlier today right before we uh, we came on to talk to you Casey we went on the show called is anyone there it's a um, it's a fictionalized drama show about um, post-apocalyptic world where zombies are um, prominent and we went on there and and talked about our uh, situations i guess if we were to be in this this zombie world and uh that was a lot of fun so that's another one to check out those guys are they're a blast and it, it's really fun to get out there and see what other people are doing too right? yeah oh it's great well randomly i got to go on a show called book versus movie 
um, and because I'm a I'm a huge Stephen King fan, okay. and right. one of the hosts was saying that she wants to do these bonus episodes where she talks about you know one of his books that you know got turned into a TV movie or whatever. So we talked about it, and that came out a couple of days ago. But that was really fun because that was totally different than what I'm used to because. You know, when Bill and I are talking, it's this comedic banter back and forth. And we just, like we said, you know, we try to see how much we can talk about to make each other cringe or laugh a little bit. But this was way different because there was a little more structure to it, which we're definitely not used to. Like Bill mentioned, we, we have an idea going into it, but it usually doesn't pan out because we go off on these wild tangents and then we never end up talking about the things we had in mind. That's usually how we end things when we're done recording we look at each other and go what the hell just happened we were supposed to talk about you know the trip to the beach and we ended up talking about waffles for 12 minutes but, but I, I mean i would argue that you know i mean that really is what people like to listen to right like i, I mean I, I always position when i started this show a few years ago I, I used to you know tell my wife that half the fun of seeing a movie was actually going to the film and the other half was the argument that you'd have with your friends in the parking lot after it was over about <laughs> what you saw right exactly and and to me that's always the mood that i've always tried to set for this show is okay fine i'll have a roadmap as to you know i mean i'm, I'm a sales rep by trade so i want people to be able to sell whatever project they're working on but but you know really to to have kind of a you know a parking lot discussion is what i position it you know yeah and that that's pretty much what we're after too and it's been it's been a lot of fun to go ahead and do this so it's oh yeah absolutely i love it so, I mean, do either of you have any kind of, you know, experience in, in improv or, or stand-up or anything like that? Or is this just something, you know, this were two guys that made each other laugh and you decided you were going to run with this? I continually threaten my wife that I'm going to do stand-up at some point because she, just so you know, to Casey, my wife refuses to listen to the show. She said she's happily married to me and she wants it to stay that way. So <laughs> she's not, she's heard the conversations that Bill and I have had over the years because, you know, they've known each other you know, a long time and she said she doesn't want to go down that rabbit hole. So I keep telling her that there's, um, there's a diner around the corner from her house and sometimes they do like open mic nights. And I keep saying every time I see that sign, I'm like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do a five minute set and people are going to hear about it and it's not going to be great. And usually she laughs me off cause she knows that, you know, I probably won't do it, but no, I have no formal training in, in any of this. It's just, it's just something that you know builds a, a a good a good pairing to what to what we do. So that's that's kind of where it came from. So yeah, I think uh, like ninety percent of <clears throat> the reason that our show is entertaining is just that we have a really good relationship. So we can just kind of we almost know where the other guy's going to go. Yeah. So we'll we'll lead each other a little bit, and it's usually never planned, but it it seems to work out pretty good. Yeah. No, and, and when you have that kind of dynamic, like I, I, I was telling you guys, I have two best friends that have done this show a few times a piece, and, and you, know, you know that you can help you know, spoon-feed each other a little bit to, to elicit certain reactions, right? So, and that, you know, the kind of thing that only comes with time, really, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. It's, it's been cultivated for many, many years, so it's, it's always funny, because... There are some times where I know where Bill's going with stuff, and then there's times where he just pulls that rug right out from under me, and it just it cracks me up every time. So, what kinds of things do you guys find the funniest? I mean, you know, is you know, is it you know, people being strange? Is it you know, pop culture references? What kinds of things make you guys laugh the hardest? Oh man, I think it's probably at ourselves. Yeah, I think it, it's more. Um, I don't know. We'll do a lot of um, like sexual humor and things like that, <laughs> um, and that's to put it mildly. Um, yep. But I think that's probably one of the, the funnier ones is when we're talking about doo doo or, or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, okay. So I, I take it that your your audience is more really for, for results than right. Yeah, I I don't know if we've ever done a disclaimer because it well it says of, it's explicit content. It does. Um, that's true when you go to download it so there is that we also we also forget to name ourselves like casey you did a really nice job like i said you've been doing this a long time we sometimes forget to name who we are until like 40 minutes in so like you could go and listen to you know 98 percent of the show and go what's the name of this podcast if you didn't look at it when you downloaded it and played it because sometimes we just don't say it so i think if we were to actually go through and you know, name a, you know, a disclaimer about this is adult content. Well, 
chronologically adult content. It might not be maturity-wise, but we uh, we would probably forget to do it week in and week out. Well, I, I, but I mean, you guys have been at this relatively relatively a short time. I mean, I would applaud anybody that's been at it for any more than than a couple of months. But you guys have been at this for almost a year, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, our birthday's coming up. Yes, it is. Yeah. Do you remember what we're going to do for our birthday show? No, I don't. I no, honestly I have no do idea. Not. I have no idea. I was hoping maybe we could come up with it right now. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe, um, well, because I know we were saying that maybe for the 100th episode, we would get Tattooed Bananas tattoos, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what we do for the birthday episode. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a birthday cake tattoo. Maybe that's what we'll do. Yeah, we could just do it as a character. There you go. The that's, whole show. Yeah, yeah it would be like we'll birthday character. Cake yeah, with like yeah. a banana candle on top of it. These are See, this is what happens, Casey. We end up talking about this and it just goes off on some weird tangent for the next <laughs> seven to nine minutes and then I forget what I talked about and before you know it, it's 45 minutes and we're done. And sometimes we do really bad um, impersonations too. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's true. You do a and nice voices. grandmother impression. Do you want to do yeah, that the, for the people? Yeah, the grandmother, yeah. That's one of my good ones. <laughs> I'm really sorry to do this. I would love to have you back, and maybe if you guys ever consider having guests on the show, then I'd like to volunteer here and now to yeah. to come on with you. So, uh, but uh, I do have to tie this up because I've got Carissa here uh, ready to sign in. But where can people go to learn more about what you guys are doing and listen to? Uh, so we're on iTunes and Stitcher and Player FM and Google Play. Um, uh, I run Facebook, the Twitter account. Twitter. Yep, Facebook. Yep. Yeah. I run the Twitter account. It's at Tattooed Bananas. Uh, Bill heads up the Instagram. So he's always posting some nice pictures. Um, but yeah, come check us out. You know, give it a listen. We, we love the feedback and we really appreciate you having us on, Casey. No, this has been a lot of fun and, and I, I, I certainly am a fan of what you guys are doing. And if, uh, if you ever want to come back, then by all means let me know. I'd be happy to have you on. All right. Awesome. We'd love to have you oh, on yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Too. Okay, yeah. great. So I, 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 unfortunately, I'm having trouble patching Carissa in, so I'm going to have to let you guys Hi. go. Oh, okay. Chris, are you there? I, I'm. I've been here. Yeah, I okay. just. I don't want to interrupt. Okay. Oh, no. It's, nice. it's, okay. All right. Here we, okay. No. Well, here we go. All right. Hi there. Uh, so I've, I've, I've <laughs> got Carissa. Uh, Carissa Siria Siria Renteria. Carissa Siria Renteria or Carissa Siria Renteria, however you Ooh. want to say. <laughs> saucy. There we I go. am very saucy. All right. I like it. That's awesome. I, I have a good variety of guests on my show, and I, you know, so that's. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Carissa, you're uh, you're on with Phineas and uh, and Bill from the Tattooed Bananas. Uh, Hello, nice to meet of, you. Uh, Hi, Carissa. Uh, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Hi, Carissa. So, so what is Tattooed Bananas? I, should I have done my homework before? No, no. Trust me. If anything, it's something to avoid. Like I was saying to Casey before, my wife refuses to listen. So it's um, it's an attempt at a comedy podcast. Bill and I just talk awesome. about random subjects that we find humorous to each other because. We've been friends many, many years, and uh, yeah, it's just something awesome. that we like to do as a little hobby, and it's, it's been fun. Great. I'll look into it. Yes. Yeah, oh, sweet. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah, this is cool. All right. So, uh, what we're going to do now, uh, gentlemen, I'm going to invite you to please drop off. I'm going to play the, uh, the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up by another stand-up comic, uh, Jason Hadley, who's going to be uh, censoring his little files once a week. Uh, then I'm going to play a little Rod Stewart, and we're going to be back to talk with Carissa. All right? Awesome. Thanks, Casey. Right, Carissa, have fun. Bye. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, Bye. So, so, Carissa, if you could just mute up, please, and then we'll be back with you in about five minutes, all right? Okay. You want me to hang up and then call back? No, just put yourself on mute. All right? Oh, got it. Okay. Okay. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. During a recent interview, Ben Affleck subtly admitted he turned down the offer to direct the latest Star Wars sequel. Or as Boston-born Ben Affleck would call it, Star Wars! Top Gun actress Kelly McGillis was the victim of a violent break-in after the intruder was waiting for and attacked her inside her North Carolina home. With North Carolina ranked 7th in the nation for number of meth labs, no doubt Kelly's intruder was just feeling... Kanye West broke a deal that the Kardashian family would never speak ill of Kim's ex-husband, Chris Humphreys. And now the basketball star plans to reveal their secrets with a sit-down interview to air the reality family's dirty laundry. 
Well, if he's airing dirty laundry, they must be... Ancient Chinese secrets. Your grandmother might have to explain that one to you. But hey, now you got a reason to call. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap Up.
myself and all the band who thoroughly enjoyed it. And thank you, Mr. Stewart. That's one of my favorite songs for when I'm uh, going a long car ride, belting that out on the highway. So, uh, Rod Stewart doing a cover of Sam Cooke's uh, Having a Party. So, uh, with me on the second half of the show is uh, Carissa Siria Renteria. I hope I got that a little bit closer. To... <laughs> Carissa Siria Renteria or Carissa. Okay, Carissa. Okay, Carissa. We'll go over. Okay, so it's me and my. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Me and my poor Eastern Canadian attempt at Spanish. So. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. She's, a, she's somebody who's been following me for a long time. She's always been very, very supportive of everything that I've done and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, all kinds of retweets. And she's listened to me on a semi regular basis. And, right. um, you know, it's been a long time you and I have been in contact, Carissa, right? Yeah, I know. We've been following each other for like 20 years. Really? Yes. Yeah, so, Finally yeah. met. No, I mean, this is an interview. We've we kept talking about this for at least the last two years. I know. Uh, yeah, so she's long a, time. So she's a truth seeker, an actress. Uh, she's uh, your favorite spiritual gangster, one of my favorite followers, um, and uh, she's from the uh, the West Coast. Fiercely loyal and supremely talented, and I'm glad to have her on here finally. Carissa Saria Renteria is here. So hello, hello, hello. I'm actually from Texas, but I'm living on the West Coast now. So. Oh, you are. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so what part of Texas are you from? I'm from El Paso, you okay. know, the, the part nobody ever goes to, the armpit of Texas. And I grew up in El Paso, and um, yeah, so it's 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 a little boring, but... <laughs> so, no, I, I, it's my I, hometown. I, te- te- Texas, no, Texas is on my bucket list of places to see. I, I've never made it that far, yeah. far south in the States. The closest I got was Kansas, but... Uh, uh, well, Texas is so big, and El Paso is, like, so different than Austin and all the other, you know, fun places. Um, I mean, El Paso can be fun, but I mean, every time I go back now, it's just, it's so boring. I just, I, I always ask myself, wow, how did I grow up here? But I got to represent. It's where I'm from. How big a town is it? I... Oh God. It's, it's not, it's all right. I mean, here we go. I don't even know. I mean, maybe close to a million, I think. Okay. So, I mean, it's not like it's a, a small town, right? It, no, no, it's not like, no, it's not like Hollywood, Texas. Well, yeah, or any, you know, there's lots of wide spots in the road in Texas, I gather, right. right? So, but, uh, yeah. So, okay, no, I'll ask you this then. How did you make your way west? I mean, what was the, uh, what was the catalyst for that? Um, an astrology reading? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, <laughs> I just, just, I just I've got heard tired. stranger things than an astrology reading <laughs> on this show. Okay, I had, I had a woman on here who told me that, that you know that uh, you know at night she went into a trance and became a fairy and that's how she got inspiration for her books and that she was really not a human when she went to sleep and I okay wow and so uh, that, wow an astrology reading would be mild compared to some of the things <laughs> I've heard on here that kind of sounds like the people I'm about to call out on the cosmic optimist um, yeah that's that's pretty wacky I mean I don't I don't want to say anything bad about her because I don't know her but it just sounds a little um, outrageous it was. i mean well you mean was she nice i don't know i mean it was it was one of those things where i kind of i kind of got set up the guy knew that he was um she was a little bit out there and i got on the phone not really knowing much about her and it was like wow yeah nice person i won't say i'm not gonna name names they're all they're all nice (laughs) so So, yeah go ahead so yeah so how did you make your way out west I just, you know, it's just one of those things where we just, hey, enough is enough. It's not like I didn't like New York anymore. I was just, I just said, I'm, I, it's time to go to the West Coast. And um, I prefer the weather out here. I love both coasts, but, you know, just I really, really like the weather. Um, and, yeah, and I enjoy driving, I guess, maybe because I'm from Texas and I always drove over there. So it was just one of those decisions that, you know, you wake up one day and you say, I'm going to move. And I did it. And that's just kind of the way I am when I um, decide I'm going to do something. I put my mind to it and I make it happen. And uh, how did you get into acting specifically? I mean, uh, was it something that you just sort of gravitated towards naturally? Or was this something that you wanted to do when you when you got to Los Angeles? Or... Oh, God. I mean, I wasn't one of those. Well, maybe I was. Actually, I wanted to be Madonna when I was a kid. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really want to be an actress. It's kind of one of those things. I was in college, and um, I had about uh, 
10 majors <laughs> before I decided theater. And um, I was on the 10-year plan. And then um, I finally decided theater, and I loved it, and the rest is history. And then I moved out to New York and, you know, studied with a lot of great teachers and just networking and kind of just, you know, finding my way, finding out who Carissa is, more importantly. And um, now I feel a lot more grounded with who I am, but also with what I want to do. So I have more focus with with the acting, I, I think, at this point in my life than I did maybe, you know, even three years ago. But it, it sounds like you've been working fairly steadily too, right? I mean, you're a member of uh, of SAG and AFTRA, right? So... Yeah, but I'm I'm not a working. Actress. Oh, okay, all right. I, I... I'm a, I'm a working I'm working it. Okay, you're trying to work. Right? Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, hey, that's just one of the things you got to plant plant the the seeds and keep watering them and just keep working it. But also, more importantly, I think that a lot of actors and just people in general, regardless of what your dream is, I think a lot of people don't enjoy the journey, and that is so important. So um, that's one of the things I definitely will be discussing on the Cosmic Optimist. By the way, that is the new show that I will be. Um, putting out there on YouTube any day now. We just um, recorded the intro yesterday. So it's about enjoying the journey and um, kind of really finding out what your purpose is. I think we all can relate to that. You know, what is my purpose in this world? And finding that sense of wholeness, joy, happiness, and whatever that you're doing. And also, um, speaking of wackadoodles, you know, the lady that you (laughs) just mentioned, I'm going to be calling out... um, Politely, of course, um, the the spiritual hypocrisy, the hypocrisy in the New Age movement. The, the hypocrisy in the which movement? I'm in sorry. the new in the New Age movement, because there's a lot of that. Okay, I, now I, I don't pretend to know the first thing about this, but but what kind of hypocrisy are are you playing? Oh, out? like what, what, what's the nature of it? I, I, well, there's there's like you know a lot of um, some are crazy. I mean, there's, well, I mean we're all crazy, I guess, but some are just really really whacked out and they need psychiatrists, not a healer. I would say a lot of them pretend to be something that they're not. So they put on this facade of being so loving and kind and, you know, they, they, you know, conjure up whatever it is they're going to conjure up and put it up on YouTube and say that, um, you know, they channel this information and that information they speak to, they have, they're in contact with aliens and they heal people all over the world. They consider themselves so enlightened. I mean, it's a bunch of Bullshit. I don't know if I can say that word on your <laughs> show. <laughs> Beep it out. I, I've, used, I've used that. Uh, it's uh, a nice word, Casey. It, sometimes bullshit is the only word that makes sense, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'm really, that's exactly what I say. Sometimes you have to whack people over the heads with an iron skillet in order for them to understand what the hell you're saying. So well, no, my, my grandfather used to tell me once in a while, he, he, he'd say, Casey, sometimes you get further with a kind word and you asshole than you do with just a kind word. Thank you. I like that. Right? <laughs> exactly. So that, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, w- I was clueless in terms of um, the hypocrisy. Just, you know, you, like you're asking me, well, what is that? Um, so, and because I am walking the spiritual path, you know, um, I... I've kind of been more aware of what's really going on out there. Uh, no, I, I, I'll, I'll ask you this because this was something that in a, in a sick kind of way made me chuckle a little bit. But did you read the story about Tony Robbins and all those people getting their feet burned during the, uh, the coal walk in Texas this week? I did not. I missed that. Are you kidding? I, I thought you were going to ask me if Tony Robbins is a reptilian because I read that he's a reptilian. Supposedly, he's a member of the Illuminati, and he's a reptilian. I did not read that. I'm going to look there, that up. There, there were 30 people that were at an event to uh, to do that famous, you know, you see those things where on his infomercials right. where he walks across the hot coals. Yeah. And there were, 30, there were 30 people that were admitted to hospital for burns on their feet. Oh, God. I wow. I, I missed it. And but I, I've heard. And I thought, I thought part of it, well, you know, part of it has to do with the fact that you're walking on hot coals. Uh, you yeah. Know. <laughs> Barefooted. Yeah, you know, so. Wow, that's funny. That's funny. No, I really like Tony Robbins, um, but I haven't read that story. I, I thought you were going to mention something about him being a reptilian because nowadays everybody is a reptilian. So I'm not surprised when I hear that anymore. Well, what 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 is a reptilian? I... <laughs> it's, it's I'm a... learning a lot today. 
<laughs> a very bad lizard. Okay. Not, right. not a very nice lizard. No, there's um, different, like, like a, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll discuss that on the cop- Cosmic Optimist, but um, I don't focus too much on that because I feel like it kind of just can derail a person off the path of enlightenment if that's what you're going okay. after. All right. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, but I'm definitely going to discuss it, but, you know, back to your question, what is a reptilian? It's, it's like, like an alien from another um, planet. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it can get crazy. I mean, there's some, there's some truth, there's some truth in, in, um, you know, the reptilian theories, but some of it's a little exaggerated. So it's, it's kind of just, you have to be really discerning when reading through all of that crap because it can drive a person bananas. Uh, now, I was going to ask you about this, and I can, you know, I, I can hear this because I've had a few people from this organization on, but I, I understand that you also train with the groundlings a little bit. I do. Right. I recently started with the groundlings, and I absolutely love it. Um, it's very new to me. I wasn't, I was not at all an improv, um, inter- improv at all. So before it was just like scene studying the regular stuff that other act- that actors do, and um, Someone encouraged me to join the Groundlings, and I've been, when did I start? I think I started like in October of last year. So I'm fairly new to it, but it's so much fun. They're a good it, group, huh? Uh, from what uh, I, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm not a, I'm not a Groundling. I'm like, I'm not a main member. No, but. But I'm enrolled in the classes. And um, it's a definitely a good group. They're really, 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 really good. The shows are amazing, so if you guys really just want to go laugh and see good actors do funny things, go watch any Groundlings show. I highly recommend all of them. And, I mean, they offer classes as well as, so it's kind of like a, you know, for lack of a better It's a name, school. It's a school. Like, like Second City would be a school. That, that, yeah, there you go. Right. There you go. It's like UCB, Second City. I'm not familiar with UCB and Second City and some of the others. Um, my friends are because they're, like, all improv um pros but i'm very very new to it and i just i love it though i'm having so much fun you know it's it's very challenging it's 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 difficult but it is so much fun and now um i'm kind of just playing around with um characters on snapchat if you guys want to follow me on snapchat <laughs> but i mean one thing about these improv schools and i, I mean i just from an outsider's view, I mean, these guys teach us some really important skills as an actor, whether or not you're going to go into comedy or not, right? Because they teach you absolutely. To, they teach you how to think quickly on your feet. They they teach you how to absolutely. really do deep dives into characters that you wouldn't necessarily be comfortable with. So I mean, everything very hard skills to learn. Right, it's very hard skills. It's you know getting comfortable in your own skin, listening, just all of that. It's just it's it's all of that, and I think it um. It really, really, yeah, it's good, it's good for people. I mean, people who, who aren't even actors, I think, should take improv. Yeah, any, anybody that would, uh, you know, have to stand up in front of a crowd and give a speech. Like, I, I you know, I, I'm working big business, and I've certainly been asked to give my fair share of presentations. And, I mean, that's hard for a lot of people, right? It, it really is, yeah. I mean, I, I love it, but it is hard for a lot of people, I, surprisingly. So... I mean, how was that for you? Do you do you enjoy it? Was it difficult for you? Uh, well, I mean, I went a different route. I, I joined Toastmasters, and then that was my oh. that, you know, that, that was that was my lab. So okay, uh, did that did that help you? It did, it did. And certainly for this show, it did. And I, I freely said that that uh, you know, just in terms of learning how to phrase certain things and how to be comfortable with asking questions and things like that. So it was uh, interesting. No, it was it, that that was a good school for me. I was with them for about three or four years. So. Wow. Okay, great. Well, I mean, you're a great interviewer, so you it, it definitely paid off. Well, I appreciate that. So uh, <laughs> getting back to the uh, the Cosmic Optimist theory, so I, I guess what was the impetus behind you you coming up with this as a concept? And, um, you know, is this going to be a weekly thing? How frequently are you, you know, doing? You know, Casey, I, that's a good question. I don't even know yet. It kind of, um, the idea, I, I got the idea back in December and I know I've been posting on social media that I'm going to upload the video and I didn't. So initially it was the spiritual whistleblower and I thought, Oh, I'm going to call out all the bullshit. I'm tired of it. And I thought, you know what? Okay. I don't want to be so, it's not about demonizing these, you know, phony balonies. It's more about, you know, shedding the light on the darkness of it all. So now I'm kind of thinking I'm going to 
share a higher perspective on different topics like abortion and capital punishment and aliens. You know, I think those are very popular right now. And um, sometimes these higher perspectives are not easy to digest. So that's kind of what's behind it at this point. And um, I will probably have guests on it as well. We'll talk about relationships and just different things. And it's just going to be me being me pretty much. So, and sharing my sharing my passion for for the spiritual um, for the spiritual path, everything that I do. So I pretty much want to encourage people who maybe have been discouraged also from um, being bamboozled by some of these false gurus. I guess what to your mind is I mean because this is a multi-billion dollar business right and when, you, when you're looking at people like mm-hmm. you know like Robbins and Chopra and and, and mm-hmm. all these people out there and um, I, I love a piece that, that John Oliver did on uh, on This Week Tonight where he was talking about the televangelists and, and um, right. you know what is it to your mind that people find fundamentally appealing about these things? Like what is the draw? Well, the obvious is money, obviously, right? Everyone wants money. Everyone wants fame. Everyone wants to be the next Walter Mercado or Marianne Williamson. Okay. No, I I meant more from the perspective of of somebody that, that chooses to be a follower of one of these people. Well, I mean, Casey, if you think about it, everyone wants happiness, right? We all want happiness. We all want that sense of happiness because we all know this, whether we've experienced it or not, or we've seen it in other people. Success in money is not going to bring you happiness. I don't care what anyone says. We all want that sense of wholeness, right? So I think subconsciously, because we are all spiritual beings, right? I don't care if you're an atheist or not. We are all spiritual beings. Everyone is seeking enlightenment. So I think, you know, that's what it is. In in if, in case you haven't noticed, there's a lot of people are experiencing depression and they have suicidal thoughts. They're not happy with their lives and their relationships. They're not happy being alone. And, you know, it's like, well, what what is the root cause of that? So I think subconsciously they see that these people, you know, um, whether they're sincere or not in, in what they're preaching is is that sense of happiness, right? And that sense of wholeness and money and fame. But a lot of it is money too, because why is everyone attracted to the secret and the law of attraction? Because they, everyone wants money. And there's nothing wrong with wanting money. I mean, I, I, everyone, it's, it's good to want money because, um, you know, things cost money. But um, at the end of the day, we have to um, remember that money is just energy. And that is not something that's going to ultimately give us the wholeness that we are all seeking. Well, yeah, it's a tool, but it's not the only tool, right? Well, it can give you temporary happiness, right? Let's face it. But um, I think that's why everyone is drawn to that. And also, I think because we do live in a quick fix culture, right? Everyone wants a quick fix. People have come to me and asked me for tips and tools as far as like, you know, helping them with, you know, um, why doesn't the secret work? And why doesn't the law of attraction work? And there's actually, that's actually a pretty interesting topic I'm going to cover. And then I give them the stuff and I tell them, look, I don't believe in quick fixes, but if you do this and this and this and you follow this, it may take you two years because we have so much stuff to clear, but you can do it on your own and you don't have to hire this person and you can do it for free. And you know what? They don't follow through. And that's fine. I'm not their mother, right? It's it's their choice. They have free will. I'm not going to make choices for them. But it's interesting to see how many people don't follow through. So I don't expect to have a gazillion followers, and that's not my goal. My goal is to reach out even if it's just to five people who are really, really, really seeking um, enlightenment. And I'm not saying I'm enlightened because, you know, nobody's going to enlighten. If you're still in the physical body, no one's enlightened. <laughs> well, have, you, have, you, have you thought about writing a book yourself about your own thoughts or experiences? You know, I've thought about doing a lot of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, huh. probably, probably later because I, I really have been fully anchored on this path for the last four and a half, five years. And I've been doing some serious heavy duty um, clearing and healing and it's not easy. And um, it's, uh, it's not the little hocus pocusy light spiritual work that people, you know, that the spiritual healers do. 
you know, they surround, they think that spirituality is just about surrounding yourself with crystals and yoga and meditation. So to answer your question, yeah, of course. But at this time, no, there's still a lot of, of stuff that I'm, I'm clearing. And I'm definitely um, taking notes. I write in a journal and I have notebooks filled with um, notes for my healing sessions. I've been fortunate enough to work with some extraordinary healers. And it hasn't been easy because they they don't tell me things I want to hear. <laughs> pretty much. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's about it's about facing your own bullshit. Pretty no, much. no. I mean that that you know one could make the argument that, that I mean that that's you know what you're engaging these people for the same way that you know a yep. lot of people go to see a therapist, right? You're not going there to absolutely have, you know, to have your mind massaged and say you know it really is not all your fault and you know you're going to be okay. You know. Right. Right. You, you know you're there to learn the skills that you need to you know to empower yourself, right? Right. And from a higher perspective, at the end of the from a higher perspective, we are at fault. They're really, we are all just volunteers and that's, that's the really difficult thing to digest. So basically, um, what I teach is the path of self-mastery, walking the path of self-mastery and it can be difficult. It can be very, very difficult. So I don't know. I mean, I have, I have a lot of ideas, but the book is definitely not something I, um, I'm going to start right now. I want to start with the videos and kind of. Um, share the information in a way that that people can understand because, you know, if you tune into any spiritual people, you know, that claim to be spiritual healers on YouTube or whatever, they'll they'll say the word consciousness and universe and hocus pocus this and that, and you're lost. And I don't even think they understand what they're saying. So I want to kind of just be real about it, right? And 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 share that information and my ex my own experiences so that it can be relatable. Uh, we're down to the last couple of uh, minutes here, uh, Carissa, so we have to tie this up. But this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad that we finally were able to do yes. this. And, and uh, I'd, I'd love to have you back anytime you want to come back, all right? Okay. Thank you so much, Casey. Uh, so the last question I always have for you is uh, you know, a chance for you to promote whatever you've got there. Where can people go to engage with you or to, uh, to uh, you know, keep up with your, your new um, YouTube video series and all this kind of other stuff? Okay, you guys can go to Facebook, The Cosmic Optimist. I should be posting that video very soon. And you can follow me on Twitter at Carissa Renteria. That's C-A-R-I-S-S-A-R-E-N-T-E-R-I-A. And you can follow me on Snapchat. <laughs> okay, well, then there we go. All right. I'm hooked on Snapchat. Let, it's, you know, let your flag fly. What can I tell you? All right. Yeah, then, uh, Carissa Syria Renteria on Snapchat. Have uh, fun, guys. That okay, all right. So, 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 so Carissa, you. again, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, all right? Thank you so much, Casey. Okay, Talk so, soon. Okay, so that's going to about uh, do it for us this week. Again, on behalf of my guests, Carissa Syria uh, Renteria and uh, Bill and Phineas over at the Tattooed Bananas podcast, you've been listening to Casey Ryan on the cutting room floor, and I will be back uh, next weekend at the same time. Until then, cut, print, wrap, and I am done. That was another edition of The Cutting Room Floor with your host, Casey Ryan. Follow Casey on Twitter at Cutting Room MRB and on Facebook, The Cutting Room Floor. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.